Everybody. Welcome back to a sweet, sweet episode of Citizen Frame. I'm Kieran, your host, and today we are talking about, well, quite frankly, probably one of the biggest cult films of all time. Um, in the 1970s, we were introduced to a few horror film makers that would uh, take horror into a different direction, what they would call in the 70s the grindhouse experience. Mm-hmm. Those guys were masters, Tobey Hooper, who gave us the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and the absolutely great... Wes Craven, who gave us The Last House on the Left, and The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, This experience would also be carried over into the 80s, and that is about today's film. The 1981 horror cult smash Evil Dead, directed by rookie Sam Raimi. Today we are joined with the regular band of misfits, Trevor Nula. What's up? Good to be here. Hey. Come for your soul. I'll swallow your soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is a this is gonna be a weird one because I I love horror and I love every kind of horror and I don't get it. Right? Sacrilege. So no, it just it, it, we'll talk about it as we go into it. But it's I don't think it's the film's fault. I think it's my fault. Um, okay. I know. People are like, wow, he's giving us a plot twist? Well, funny you say that, because say I think um, I, um, a lot of my love for this film is nostalgia-based, because it had such a profound effect on me as a kid. So, you know, we discussed this in one of the other podcasts, so I think because of my, you know, sort of romanticization of, you know, my love of it as a kid um, has made me biased towards it. And saying that, I still think it's fucking brilliant. But you know, um, yeah. But I, I, I may be the anti Kieran in this one. You know, possibly. That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. You know, um, I don't know what it is. Here's 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 what happened. Do you know what? Now I have never seen the Evil Dead until like mid nineties. Yeah. The yeah. problem was, I saw Evil Dead two first. Then I saw the Army okay. of Darkness, which is fucking brilliant. Yeah, and Sam Raimi has well said Evil Dead Two was pretty much just a re- remake of the Evil well, Dead part remake. Well, yes, but, yeah, but he said yeah. it was pretty much almost a reboot. Yeah, and he even he went obviously the the, the comedy route. Yeah, um, I remember seeing that film in '87, I think it was, and I took my friend Pete, and we were la- I have never laughed so loud in a film. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so. Give me back my hand. He's beating the shit off himself with his hand, <laughs> and it is one of the funniest films. 
So it was hard for me to go back to watch the original Evil Dead, which is not yeah. tongue in cheek. It's played dead straight. Quite dark, played dead straight, and I couldn't take it seriously. Does it make any sense yeah, why no, I think I ruined I, I it? I hear you. Can I also um, add to that as well? Actually, when I was a kid, I saw Evil Dead 2 before I watched Evil Dead, you know, the original. Um, and the reason for that was because the original was banned here in the UK at the time. It was on the Video Nasties list, which was organised by certain, you know, politicians and Mary Whitehouse, the sort of moral crusader yes. and censor. And um, so I actually saw the, the the second film first, and I'd, I'd rented it from my local video shop, and um, whoever had it before had fucking taped over the start of it. So I only watched, uh, I only got to see um, Evil Dead 2 from after he had killed his girlfriend, you know, after she was possessed, um, Linda. Yeah. And, um, you know, whenever she's, you know, like popping up out of the grave and doing that sort of dance, you know, with the dancing around animation thing. <laughs> You know, mm. but uh, I then, um, then a, a cut, a, a slightly cut version of the original was released on um, video, and I then got to see it. Um, I think most of the cuts were within, you know, the tree rape scene. Um, mm. But um, yeah, so I actually saw the second film first. Um, although the first one, you know, it blew me away as well. You know, together those two films, you know, totally blew me away as a kid. And although I was always a fan of, you know, horror and sort of the theatre of the fantastic, you know, this was, you know, this, th- these films had such a profound effect on me. I just knew, you know, yeah, this is me. You know, these are, this is my fucking films. This is my style, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, but I, I like Grindhouse Cinema. And you guys agree this is pretty much a Grindhouse film. Um, you know, very grainy, raw. Yeah, quick, pulpy, yeah. almost. Slo- it, 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 sloppy, pop, pop. deliberately well, sloppy. Pop. Well, it was kind of due to their budget too and the way that they shot things. Like they didn't have a cam on a reel. They had it on a, a Vaseline board yeah. that they yeah. run the camera across, yeah. you know. they Like their steady cam was uh, Remy in a in a wheelchair being pushed around, you yeah. know. they, yeah. they, they had to kind at the of, beginning as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they had to make these things work because they were on such a slim bu- budget. So it does give it that quite um, gritty kind of look to it too, you know. Yeah. But the great thing about that, and you're spot on with it, because I like independent because they have to be inventive. Yeah. Um, to what the big boys can't give them, the, the, the big cranes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they have to make, yeah, make, make their own. And the great thing about Raimi, he never sold out. Yeah, and I say that because he it took him forever to find his footing. Um, mm. He wasn't a big hit. It was Dark Man became was probably his big first kind of big budgeted Universal Pictures kind of you know film. Yeah, that he right. did. Which, by the way, that's my favorite Remy film. Um, I haven't actually seen it. I haven't oh, seen it awesome. in years. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's awesome. but it's oh. great fun. Okay, Fred. Okay, then he did Quick Quick in the Dead. Fucking awesome Brilliant. film. Spaghetti Western. Yeah, Russell Crowe, Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Great cast. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, then he went just independent again. Some small little thrillers, Simple Plan, yada, yada, yada. And then it was yeah. Spider-Man that put him on the map. And this is like 20 years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he finally got his big break. But even on that set, he would sh- he would show his what he did in Evil Dead. He took that and he brought it to Spider-Man. So even though he had all these, you know, pretty much 300 million budget he still was inventive in how he shot the film. Yeah, with these yeah. camera shots and, you know, it's yeah, he's such a creative guy. And to me, The Evil Dead is, 
you know, the height of creativity. Because this is basically a bunch of kids working on unlimited budget. And what they turned out was utterly fantastic. Does it, you know, does it have its, its flaws? Of course it does. But, you know, what they achieved was simply, you know, it's utterly fantastic. Yeah, I always thought, and I well, I think Nula, I don't know if you would agree, but I know Nula's the fan of both these directors. I always think Sam Raimi, to me, is kind of mm-hmm. like the horror version, I could be wrong when I'm saying this, of Tim Burton. Because Tim Burton started kind of the same way, very yeah. independent, mm-hmm. and he doesn't, he goes by his own. He does his yeah, own thing, he, he has his, his own, own thing. style, yeah. You know when you're mm-hmm. seeing a Tim Burton film. And you know yeah. when you're seeing a Sam Raimi film. Yeah, I get that. Um, so they, they're uh, both different ends of the spectrum, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I just... Two different styles, but they're both uniquely theirs. Yeah. Yes. And if you're watching a movie, you can feel their influence it's, yeah, it's like on, a... on it 100%. Yeah, I would They'll agree have their own style. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a composer. Uh, composer. Yeah. Once you hear something, you know it's John Williams. Mm-hmm. Or you know it's Hans Zimmer. Or you know it's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, yeah. Danny, Danny, definitely Danny Elfman. Um, which one hundred percent? Which which is funny because Sam Raimi and Tim Burton use Danny Elfman in all, all their films. Yeah, apparently Sam Raimi. Can you blame and, them? He's brilliant. Yeah, sorry, sorry, apparently um, Sam Raimi and, and Danny Elfman later had a big falling out. Yeah, Spider Man Three. He fired him. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, oh, one more mention. I don't. Okay, sorry guys, we're rambling here. I need to get to the film. No, go for it. They, I have to mention. I mentioned Dark Man, which is a great film. Okay, but I forgot. It's not my favorite Sam Raimi film. I, I know I misspoke, but I do love Dark. You're Man. not going to say Time Cop, are you? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do that. Did he? No, I. Well, that is my second favorite. No. Oh, there you go. Drag me to hell. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, brilliant. Good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drag me to hell is a bomb. It tanked right after he did Spider-Man. He wanted to get away from big budget films. He just wanted to get away from that. He wanted to go back and back to his roots. This 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 is almost a sequel. This is almost a sequel to Evil Dead. There is definitely similar. It's, there's a similar vibe there. We talked. Yeah, it's about in how, the same universe, definitely. Yes, and how he used those quick cuts and mm-hmm. stop. He loves stop motion, as we'll see in Army of Darkness. <laughs> but yeah. it was just cool. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with stop motion. Um, I just. Yeah, Drag Me to Hell. If you guys haven't seen it and you like Evil Dead, I saw it in the cinema. Act- yeah, so did I. If you want to, I think personally, a direct sequel or a descendant of the Evil Dead, that's the film to watch. Yeah. Um, but we we break into Evil Dead. There's a scene, and it's the uh, it's in the very opening. We're introduced to the band of misfits. A very young Bruce Campbell. Um, Oof. Uh, that chin, yeah. man. <laughs> you like you like you like you like your Bruce. Oh yes, I'm a Bruce fan. The um the opening scene they're driving this kind of loud noise a lot of conversations going on yada 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 and they um cross this uh, rickety bridge and it's all noisy and loud like I said for the first five minutes but there's a great scene a shot where the noise stops and it's, you don't even hear the car moving even though we're we're falling behind the car. And it's just going down the long driveway to the cabin. Yes, I absolutely yep. love that, and it's so atmospheric. Yes, that shows you that this guy knows what he's doing behind the camera, mm-hmm. even if that was just the one shot of the film that you liked, because it just brought you in to these guys having a good time, yada yada yada, a bunch of jokers, and then boom, yeah. into another world here. Real sinister, yes. sinister undertones yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Just and then there's kinda... the banging of the, you know, the the seat um, against yeah, the wall seat. and stuff. 
Of the cabin? Yes. And see when that stops? Yeah. He's just standing there at the door and all of a sudden it stops. You're like, oh yes. Yeah. It's here. It's already Forbidden here. Territory. It's waiting for you. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's 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 it the intro to the cabin. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. first yeah, I'm watching it and I couldn't remember it, like I said. And I thought I was watching this farce comedy, these bunch of goofballs, and then you knew right away that one shot, boom, we got a whole different story. Um so they're they're also I mentioned in the beginning of the film, I didn't catch it, but they're in the basement and they're looking around and this is where they find the book. Um, there's the Hills of Eyes poster in the back. Yes. Yes. That's uh, apparently, that's part and parcel of why the Evil Dead ended up in Nightmare on Elm Street is a wee tip of the hat back. Yes, that's correct. Um, you know, she's sitting watching it in the TV. What's her name again, the character? Uh, oh, Nancy. Nancy, thank yeah. you. Bad Nancy's a- sitting watching it in her bedroom. Bad actress. Heather Lagenkamp. Yeah. She does the job. Uh-huh. Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So we you got that little, little nod of the cap there. Um, what do you guys think? Oh, my God. I don't know where to go with this one. Bruce Campbell is Bruce Campbell because I like yep. yeah. know for all the sequels and stuff. So I, I, I know he can act. <laughs> I see them and all this stuff. Um, yeah. But what do you think of the acting in this film? It, I mean, it's not, it's not Rada. It's not Shakespearean, you know. Um, oh, especially yeah. the guy who plays Scotty. And in fact, some of the scenes he actually yeah. flubs his lines. If you um, look closely, there's one where he's um, there's one scene um, where he's about to say something, then he steps back because he forgot his line, and it, it's kept <laughs> in. Um, but you know, the, 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 these were, but like I say, a bunch of kids, um, a bunch of okay. unknowns. You know, um, they didn't have the money to have the big stars, or you know, you know that sort of thing. So you know, it is what it is. But yeah, the acting isn't you know one hundred percent. Let's just say, is there? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't the, watch the Evil Dead for the acting, by the way. Oh no, no, and you know what? We can say the same thing about Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, uh, well, that's I, one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. And again, as I say, it gets the job done. Yeah. The story is told and you feel the, the terror of the whole situation with it. You know what I mean? That's the same what I'm saying with Nancy. Yeah, her acting isn't fantastic. You know, she's not going to be winning any any Oscars any day soon. Yeah. But, you know, it gets the job done. There is a shot, uh, again, talking about some of the, just pick, nitpicking some of the shots. Not nitpicking because it's, uh, it's a def- 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 positive. It's a shot where Cheryl... The one who famous rape scene in the, by the tree. Yes, that is traumatizing, it's man. That's a, that's that's a that's a that's a tough scene. Yeah, I mean, I, even for yeah. that day, you figure it'd be cheesy now. Yeah, because of everything they they can get away with in cinema now. Because this is tame compared to what you yeah. get in cinemas now. Sam Raimi um, actually um, expressed regret later on of of writing that scene. He said, "You know, I wrote that at eighteen. I regret, you know, writing it." Um, the, I mean, for me, apart from that tree rape scene, the film is very, you know, it's. It's over the top and, and, you know, a bit silly. However, that um, particular scene, you know, with, with the trees is, you know, th- that's full on sort of, th- that that's Grindhouse, you know, exploitation cinema. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. And the the shot before the, the um, before she gets raped by the tree. Yeah. I was, never thought I'd be saying that in a sentence. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, again, going back to the one we just talked about, about the car, going, you know, no sound. Yes. Going toward the cabin. Yeah. The shot where she's walking into the woods and the moon's getting covered with the black fog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. you see her in clear light and then the fog covers the moon yes. and then it gets all dark. Yes. It's a gorgeous yeah. shot. Yeah. 
looks a little cheesy, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, awesome. it's uh, the, very, yeah. very Hammer Horror. Yes, yes, it's. Uh, I think Raimi had problems with that shot as well because it was like a picture of the moon superimposed over the film, you know that sort of thing. It doesn't, yes, you know, yes. it's not perfect. Let's just say it's not flawless, but yes, the the sort of effect behind it is very good indeed. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'd we agree. we talked about the Evil Dead Two and how it's more camp. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how good a physical actor <laughs> uh, Bruce <laughs> Campbell is. Yeah. But were these deaths and these when they're when the women are possessed? Yeah. Were they? I don't never got an answer. Were they going for camp, or? Were they going for straight serious? I, I believe the and I'm not hundred percent. Obviously, the person they asked that would be Sam Raimi, but I believe that the original film is played deadly dead straight, and um, I, I find it very scary in parts, and I always did, especially you know the um, the scene where you know she's reading off the cards and getting all the cards um, correct. You know, yes, I love yeah, that. You know, uh, to a spade. You know, and it. You know, um, you know, so there is some very scary scenes I find in that. Yeah, you know, and you know, there's this sort of atmosphere of dread that runs throughout it, especially when things kick off. And you know, whereas you know the the um, second film that went sort of you know full sort of slapstick, you know, with the whole Three Stooges, mm-hmm. you know, references and stuff, and that sort of thing. But yeah, I, I believe this this um, the the original w- was intended to be played dead straight. Right. There's bits of humor in it. Yeah. Um, There's the odd- but it's not the, the main kind of thing, you know. It's not the main shtick of it. It's mainly horror, but there's humor kind of peppered in yeah. around it. Yeah, I felt I felt one of the flaws of the film was, and I'm glad I didn't see this in the cinema. When, especially with Shelley, when she gets stabbed in the back. Yes, and with Linda, when she's laughing. Yeah. It is loud. The movie is very, very loud. And it's not like cool guns firing loud. It's a screeching loud. Now, I'm sure that's intentional because of yeah. you know, the trauma you want. But when like when Shelly attacks attacks uh, Ash or, or Steve, whatever the other guy's name is. Scotty. Scotty. Or, or no, it's Ash, Ashley. And he stabs her in the back with the knife that came with the book. Um, yeah. I have never, I mean, I had to turn the TV down. It was like, it was just, <laughs> I was cringing. It was way too, it was like listening to baby cry. I just, well, I can't stand it. Yeah, it baby. induces that kind of feeling in you. Yeah, that, that, yeah. It does, yeah. I, 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 it was too well, much. Yeah. It damaged the film for me. These girls screaming this entire film. I was like, oh, Jesus. The laugh was extremely irritating. I like that. I like the laugh. The laugh was... Well, it's meant to grate on you because in that scene, you know, they're playing with Ash. She is sitting laughing at him and you see him freaking out and it's meant to irritate you and to to kind of get an emotional rise out of you. And it does. And because it's so ear piercing, you're like, fuck, you're feeling that irritation that he's getting with it. And she's like, um, at this point, she's like an evil possessed porcelain doll, you know, whereas the other ones are more nasty. You know, but she's more cre- yeah. she's more creepy. You know, because of the way her sort of possession is. You know, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I I, understand, I figured that's what he was going for to put them, put us in them in their shoes, because mm-hmm. I was fucking irritated. And yeah, it was not pleasant. 
Um, it was actually just you, you, you mentioned that there's a really bad cut whenever um, Shelley gets stabbed, where you don't actually quite see what's it. There's a, there's a bit of confusion there, you know, um, where you don't actually see, um, you know, the, the knife comes from the other side or something. All of a sudden, she's got it in her in her back or something. Yeah. Oh no, he pushes. He holds it to her back and then pushes her back, and she falls on the yeah. floor, and it stabs through her back and up through her stomach. Yeah. She lands on yeah. it. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up. Now, I'm not even going to nitpick. I'm okay, you know, but I'm going to call it out this one. All right? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah absolutely. She Do falls it. back. He pushes her and she falls back on the Sword of Doom, whatever it was, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Sword of Doom. And blood's everywhere and she's spitting out milk and all these different, yeah. whatever they get from the kitchen. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is cool. It works. Blood, milk. He takes her body and he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna chop her up. Um, she is squeaky clean. There's nothing. Yes, uh, yeah. Oh, the, she's there's loads of continuity squeak. errors. Yeah. So there is. And I don't mind. I don't mind like a quick cut. She's clean. Yeah. Quick cut. She's dirty again. That's fine. But no, she's completely the clean. Film, the film. film is full of continuity errors, and also yeah. um, whenever they have already went into the cabin, you know, with the key at the top of the door, then whenever Cheryl is out being attacked by the trees, she gets back in. Yeah, he put it out she there. She gets back in by um, getting the, the keys again that are on top of the um, you know the door, the outside door. So yeah, mm-hmm. they uh, don't you know. Um, although I'm an nitpicker myself, you know, and I have nitpicked this film, but you know. It's you have to take up your pinch of salt. It, it is uh, and take it for what it is. You know, a bunch of basically ah. student filmmakers, and there is quite a lot of continuity errors and the like in it. You know, there, there, a lot of that too was to do with. I think it was filmed over four years yes. because of the way things were with the budget. They had to wait for money to come in to continue shooting different parts. Yes, and the people who owned the land and that were also giving them trouble at a certain point because it was taking so long. So. With that, they're filming all these different parts at different times. Yeah. Um, it kind of leads to the continuity errors. And that is that is something that maybe shows up a bit more because at this point, they're a bit more amateur. Yeah. You know, they're not solidified freaking producers, directors and whatever else. You know, they're going to make mistakes. And that it's those wee kinds of things that you pick up on. Yeah. That, you know, kind of kind of shows how new they a, are. There is a, quite a jarring scene for nitpickers in the second one as well where Annie gets mm. absolutely drenched in blood from the cellar and then um, there's like a cut and she's completely, um, you know, spotless again. So she is, you know, but I don't know. It's, I suppose that's all part of the fun, you know. <laughs> so there's, uh, when, um, see, I got confused again with the Evil Dead 2 or was that Army of Darkness? One of my favorite scenes in Army of Darkness or Evil Dead 2, I can't remember which one it was. It's, okay, so they go down to the basement and they unleash these demons, right? Yep. Or whatever they are, evil spirits, whatever. Kandarian demons. And from the book. Yep. What's the book called again? Um, the Necronomicon. Yeah. Necronomicon. Very famous book. Book of the book. Dead. Everyone loves, everybody has a copy, you know, you can buy copies of this book. Well, well the, I have the HP Lovecraft leather bound uh, Necronomicon. Do you? Actually, yeah. Do you? Yeah. I, do, I have yeah, that as well. sitting behind me. So do. Yeah, um, yeah edited by Stephen <laughs> Jones. Um, put together by Stephen Jones, who works now along, yeah. you know, at Phantasmagoria magazine. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't realize yeah. that. Wow. Linky. Six degrees. Yes. What is it? Yeah. Um there is a shot that always gets me in any film. I don't care if it's comedy or whatever. And it has to do, and you guys know where I'm going with this one, anything that has to do with the Achilles. Yes. 
The pencil. Um, and this this shot was actually edited. You, you it's it's because Sam this Raimi, turns me. Yeah. Sam Raimi's great, and he did the same thing with the eyeball gouging. Yeah. He Oof. he has a tendency to. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm give it to you guys. Good. And he just lingers. And on I'm the gonna same show shot. you it. Yeah. And they edit the yep. in the UK. They they, got, they cut these scenes. Yes. Both of them. The two the two the, the two big problematic um, scenes. Two two of the big problematic scenes. There was more than two. Was the scene with the pencil and the ankle, and also the tree rape scene, um, which yeah. you know the the censors were just horrified. And also Sam Raimi ended up in court in the UK over on obscenity charges over the Evil Dead. <laughs> um, although we, although sorry, it was, as far as I'm aware, it was more to do with the video nasties in general, where he was brought along um, as a witness, you know, to discuss. And I, I, to be honest, and again, my memory might be sort of mightn't be a hundred percent correct here, but as far as I'm aware, the judge um, was basically saying, "Well, this film is so over the top and ridiculous. How can it be seen as obscene? Because it's so, you know, it's it's like a cartoon. It's clearly not it's, based in reality. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, hundred percent. But you had these um, moral crusaders like Mary Whitehouse and the like on on the other side who were you know screaming from the rooftops, you know, ban this filth, you know. Um, this this was the woman who um you know got loads of films banned i think there was like 72 um video nasties that you know there was a list that that were actually banned and she hadn't even seen a lot of them uh yet she um sort of you know protested against them and when asked uh, you know well have you seen these she said of course not i wouldn't watch such filth you know well why are you protesting (laughs) she also protested against doctor who in the the 70s as well so she did, wow. you know, said it was too uh, frightening for kids. But I went off on a, on a sort of tangent there. Back to pencils in the ankle. No, I mean, the UK yeah. was horrible for banning stuff. Oh, yeah. Straw dogs. The BBFC. For a while. Yeah. Uh, straw dogs. Anything by Sam Peckinpah. And then he had uh, Exorcist, I know it was. It was, it was never, now yeah. the Exorcist was never officially banned, but it was just never given a video release. If you know what I mean. I think it's funny because the Exorcist is a lot more disturbing than this film. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know? 100%. Yeah, The Exorcist is uh, nightmare feel. Oh, oh, big time, you know. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, but um, I think uh, the problem was with Mary Whitehouse. She was um, a very naive sort of woman, but uh, at the same time, there was this real control freak element to her as well. You know. Oh, you get them absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had we had Tipper Gore over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tipper Gore, Al Gore's wife, mm-hmm. started all that over here. Oh. Um. What did you guys think of? They were sloppy, but they were slapped on. But something about the sloppiness worked, and that's the makeup effects. Yeah, yeah. some of the masks are well. The change, um, you know, um, sometimes Cheryl looks very different when she's possessed. You know, um, depending on what scene you watch, you know, or whenever she's getting beaten with something, or you know, the rest of them. So yeah, it's it's a bit sort of um, sort of thrown together sort of thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, like you say, it's part of the charm. It's like seventies Doctor Who, you know, with the wobbly sets and men in monster suits, uh, or even Ed Wood films. That's all part of the charm to me. Well, it's better than Critters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Critters. The, uh, I, I like the makeup. It kind of shows you the progression of the possession over their bodies. Yeah. You know, as uh, the longer they're possessed, the more grotesque they become. So I kind I like the makeup. the The makeup that I didn't like was on Linda when she's sitting on the floor. Yes, laughing. I thought that was doll makeup. It's like it's a ho- no, it's like Halloween makeup. Yes, drawn doll on makeup. Face, and doll it's, makeup. It's 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 doll. Yeah, and it's really obviously mm-hmm. just painted on as opposed to her face is changing. Yeah, I think where the I, other guys, you can actually see the clear 
change in their face, you yeah. know? No, I, I would sort of agree with you that the makeup is a bit, and it just looks like she's, you know, being, you know, got a bit of sort of, I don't know, eyeshadow on or something, you know? But Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, and I think that's the part where that falls down a bit, and then maybe whenever you first see her ankle, when Ash pulls back the blanket, and you can see that it's painted on, yes. you know, and you can see where they've taken a picture, stopped it, painted another bit, yeah. taken a picture... You know, you can kind of see that. And I think maybe that's, for me, the two weaker points where the makeup's concerned. But the rest of it, I, I enjoyed. And it actually, the way the makeup was done really lends into the stop motion yes. kind of look, you know, to the monsters and that that they that they make. Um, so I like it. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's totally it totally adds to the charm. So it is, yes, you know, the, the makeup's a bit ropey at times and, you know, the effects and stuff on the stop motion animation, you know, especially at, at the finale, you know, whenever everything goes to shit and like there's fucking porridge and everything coming out of them, you know what I mean? And, and all sorts of mad shit, <laughs> yeah. you know, that just, that, to me, that's the height of creativity because these guys had a limited budget, but they fucking, you know, they, they went full on with what, you know, despite the limitations, uh, with everything they had, they were going to make this work. And you know what? The fucking did, you know? Well, I, yeah. and I think that's why I can appreciate the film. Yeah. Um, rather than it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Like I, I'm more of what happened behind the scenes and the effort it took to get these people yeah. and all these good friends. I mean, the opening scene yeah. with the pond. Yes. You know where it's, <laughs> it's just a. All it is is, um, it's Sam Raimi in a raft and Bruce Campbell's mm-hmm. pushing him. Yes. Brilliant. Yep. That's how yep. they got that shot. So he's getting, you know, he's getting soaked, Bruce Campbell, and he's one uh-huh. of the actors. So he's he's part pretty much part of the, one of the crew now. Yeah. So it's everyone. It's, it's the same collaboration as pretty much what the team did for Halloween. Yes. Yeah. You know? Well, that's it. Every every woman's very hands on with it, you know, and they they got in and did everything. Like their stunts were all done yep. by themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why so many of them were injured. You know, as far as some of the makeup was concerned, you know, some of the cast were doing like putting their contact lenses in, doing other parts of their makeup, and they were in it for friggin' hours. They they did it all. Apparently, you know, it was a nightmare shoot. Everyone muscled. So it in. was uh, in yeah, the freezing terrible. of the winter in um, Tennessee, or I believe it's well set in Tennessee, um, Michigan. I think mm. it was filmed Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Sam Raimi's from originally, Michigan. but it, mo- it it moved. Probably Colorado. Um, I can't remember where it had started up, but it had moved because they were expecting the winter to be absolutely freezing. But it ended up worse. Yeah. <laughs> where the where the moved to and they had no water or anything. Bruce Campbell describes it as a, as a, a sort of um, a comedy of errors. So mm-hmm. he does, but you know, the pulled ho- it off. A horror documentary. Yeah. <laughs> the said at one point. Yeah. I forgot to finish. We were talking about with the the book, right? Yeah. And we're, and I kind of forgot what I was you know, lost my train of thought there. But when when they bring the book up, they open it and they're looking at it. See, I thought they had to read the words because you did the, the second one, yada yada yada. Yeah. But it's clever what they do instead of them being scholars and whatever it was latin or whatever they had to speak the words whatever they were they had the professor read it that they found this tape professor Newbit. and the professor he actually reads it from the tape and that's what releases the demons yes is it the army of darkness or the evil dead too where he, the girl tells him you got to remember this you got to remember this do not do army of darkness he gets it wrong he has to remember he goes do not do not and he goes yeah it's not, and that, that in itself is a reference to um, the day the Earth suit still from 1951, because the words he has to remember, but he doesn't remember remember them correctly, are Klatu Barata Nictu, and he's co- and he's it, going yeah. like um, necktie, uh, you know, and all this here sort of thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's very good. And uh, the the parts where the books start attacking yes. him when he gets it wrong, the one where it sucks his face yeah. in, yeah. <laughs> he has a big long face. See, I always think, makes me laugh, man. I, but I, I think I hope people understand why I wasn't a big fan of the Evil Dead because we talk about. We, I rather talk about two with the the Army of Darkness is fucking hilarious. Shop smart, fantastic. Shop S smart, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Boomstick. Yeah, you know you can See, qu- you can quote Army of Darkness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, theme, yeah. Baby. Give think... me some sugar, baby. <laughs> yeah. Some sugar, baby. That's right. I I love it. Um, Armies of Armies of Darkness is probably my favorite Evil Dead movie. Okay. Um, I I think it's brilliant. Uh, what was I going to say? There was a particular part. Yes, the ending. Yeah. Um, of of the la- of the Armies of Darkness where he takes the drops. There's two alternate yes, endings, uh, and, and I, I didn't think know the this original until... ending, which was cut because it was the I prefer. Yeah, it's it. much better. Where he ends up, but that's the one I seen originally. See where he ends up post post apocalyptic like world where he's so far in the future because he took an extra yeah. drop and he didn't realize. Uh, the uh, alternate ending is where he ends up back yes. at what is it? Uh, but what um, happened was um, it, the, the original ending that they had was the one where he ends up in the future. You know the apocalyptic future. But um, it was mm-hmm. deemed by American audiences to be too depressing, so they changed too grim. it. But yeah. the original ending was released in the UK, so I saw that one first as well, and I thought that was just the yeah. ending, and I thought it was pretty cool and bleak and. Same. Yeah. I felt so bad for him, but yeah, sorry, we 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 digress. No, I don't mind. That's fine. It's uh, um, now okay. We're not review wise. I think we all know where we stand. You guys are pretty fanboys. Yeah. Um, or mm-hmm. appreciate it. I can appreciate it for what it was and the the the, uh, the work that went into it. Um, but I just think I spoiled it when I saw two and three before I saw this um, because I wanted the humor. And I was like, "What am I watching here?" So I was kind of, yeah. I was just thrown back by it. Um, well, can I just say that? Uh, just to add to that, um, whenever I was a kid, I didn't. Apart from Evil Dead Two, I didn't really like horror comedies, and it used to piss. I don't know. I, I, I when, when I was a kid, it used to piss me off when um, there was like comedy scenes in horror films. I've mellowed as I've got older because when I watched mm-hmm. a horror film as a kid, I wanted to be scared shitless, and I wanted to play it dead straight. So I, although I originally watched Evil Dead Two and loved it, and with like there's loads of comedy in it, um, whenever I watched um, then the original Evil Dead, I was just like, yes, this is the fucking one. You know what I mean? However, uh, throughout my life, I jump back and forward to which one's my favorite between one and two. I think the third one, Army of Darkness, is great fun, but the the first two are mm. my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say over all of them because, well, like it's not fair to Evil Dead Two and. And Army Darkness more comedies. Yeah, I tell you right now, I l- love and I think it's brilliant the remake of the Evil Dead. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And do, do you know what? It actually makes sense to have you know Cheryl's character like she was his sister. Yeah. Why would he? Have, why was did she come up for this? We love in for these two couples. You know what yes. I mean? But yeah. it actually gives that girl. I can't remember her name. It's been a while since I've seen it. But Mia. it actually gives that girl a reason to be there. Thank you very much, Tia. Yep, Mia. To be yep. there with those, or Mia, sorry, to be there, there with those, you know, those group of people because yep. they're there to try and get her off of off of yep. drugs, I think it is. Um. So, yeah, you know, it kind of gives them all a reason to be there. It, and, uh, I, I think like the remake is fantastic. And it is a brilliant is companion piece to the original trilogy. And I love how they play it dead straight as well. And it is fucking, re- it really gets under my skin and scares me. The opening sequence, you know, yeah, is fucking, yeah. is one of the best opening sequences I've seen in a horror yeah. film. I love you, baby. Yeah. Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell with, oh yeah, that's dark as fuck. Yeah. Like, 
Um, Bruce Campbell would say himself that he he would, thinks that the remake is superior. I don't like. No, he's like we were just a bunch of kids who didn't have a clue and we're trying to make the best of a real of a movie on a really small yeah. budget. The remake's a better you know? made film, but I think for you know charms, you know, for the sake of charm and nostalgia and pure inventiveness <clears throat> and creativity, the yeah. original is better. So I I think they work brilliantly as companion pieces. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think it pays homage to the original. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, I, yeah. I, think I have it's, a personal place in my heart for the original yeah. over over the remake. Yeah. And I get that. I'm the same way. The remake Fright Night. I thought Fright Night remake was brilliant. Colin Farrell. Yeah. And David. Yeah. Tennant. We, we like should it review this. Oh, we're talking. We're doing Fright Ooh. Night. Now. I, I'm like, a huge fan of the original. Me and Neil are finally going to agree on something. We're, we're we're going after Trevor. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's get him. Kieran. Yeah, that's right. But I have a but I have a fond, but I have a fondness for Fright Night. So that's kind of like. Uh, but I think both remakes are brilliant. Um, as far as remakes go, because most remakes suck. The um, remake of The Hills Have Eyes is very good, and it's dark as yeah, hell. Yeah, that's not bad either. Now, Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw is a pretty good remake. That's all right. Just uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, well, okay. That's pretty much enough, enough to really said about Evil Dead here. Yeah. Anything you guys want to add to it about? Anything we're missing? Um, just, just, just. Um, yeah, it, it's worth noting that Sam Raimi's brothers and all were part of the crew as well. Ivan Raimi, yeah, well, he's, in Raimi. Everything. he's in everything. With yeah, him. and um, they play what are known as fake shimps throughout the, the series. Um, and the, the the fact that they're accredited as um, shimps is actually a reference to the Three Stooges. Oh, and also what? the original prototype film for it was is a short film that's available on YouTube and is worth checking out called Within the Woods. Oh, into the Woods, Within the Woods, yeah, yeah from 1970. Is it Within the Woods? Well, I think we pretty much know that uh, you two are pretty much spot on. You pretty much enjoy the film. I think it's a solid little film. I don't think it's yeah. as great groundbreaking as anyone thinks it is. Um, again, I can just appreciate it for what it's created. Uh, with gave us Sam Raimi, yeah, um, who I am a fan of. Unfortunately, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about that Bruce man. Did you yep. did you catch the cameo of Bruce Campbell in the Evil Dead? Remake? Oh yeah, yeah. At at the end credits. At the end credits. And there's also groovy. there's also a cam- there's another cameo in the end credits. Um, after the music fades out, you hear the original recording from the original of Professor Nobody discussing mm. the book. You know, oh, okay. Like yeah. All right. Cool. I catch that one. Yeah, um, and there's also sorry, I, I'm going to be full on nerd here. Also, in the remake, nerd, nerd. Some of the, some of nerd. the, um, and, and during the actual film itself, some of the um, sound effects are actually um, taken from the original from Cheryl, so she gets credit in it. The actress. Oh, there you go. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, yeah, I think that's a wrap, Aruno. Cool. Yeah, the Groovy even, even. Has found, has, yeah. <laughs> groovy um, it's amazing what Bruce Campbell has made a career of just being kind of a oh this over the top John Wayne kind of character kind of sarcastic yeah B-movie pinup boy yeah he's he, he, I heard he's a pretty uh, pretty fun guy yeah but it's nice to see Bruce Campbell and Ted Raimi is always in all of Sam Raimi stuff yeah um, yeah even Dark Man he's got a really he got a really good cameo yeah at the very end yeah yeah well, I'll let it just say I just got done coughing. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, so that's a wrap on The Evil Dead. A nice little quiet one here. Um, uh, but it just goes to show the importance of how Evil Dead, how important The Evil Dead is, whether it's influences other other films, but most importantly, it gave us Sam Raimi. Yeah. 
Uh, I think we all agree. It's, uh, you know, you guys liked a lot more than appreciate a lot more than I do. But um, I can certainly understand why you are fans. Yeah. That's a wrap on The Evil Dead. Uh, please give us a, a hit on uh, Facebook or on Instagram. Um, if you have any thoughts or any kind of uh, um, ideas or films you guys might want to hear. Let us know. Um, we get, yep, we'll get some little contests going and uh, have some start including you guys in some of our conversations, whether that's the films you choose or whatnot. We'll work something out. Uh, but again, follow us Facebook and at Citizen frame underscore podcast is that what is that what it is <laughs> yep that's the one um be sure to check us out and follow us karen says for all the latest updates on everything citizen frame and new episodes and please give us your feedback what you think of the new format would love to hear your thoughts and as karen says watch this space because we have interesting things coming up ahead so, cool yeah. there you go well, yeah we, that's right because the cinemas are reopening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already pretty much know what we'll be seeing, Nula. July something more. You might be gone. I might You're be gone? gone? That sounds oh, deeply sinister. No, aren't you get- where, where am I going, oh. Karen? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you were getting, oh. No, I thought you were getting married. Am I allowed to say that on the air? Yeah, that's okay. 24th. <laughs> okay, so you can see Top Gun 2. <laughs> yep, I can see Top Gun 2, man. Do you think I'm going to miss Top Gun 2? Oh, I can't wait. For my win? <laughs> what? Priorities. That's right. Oh, I can't wait to hear the new Danger Zone by, by Kenny Loggins. Uh, um, uh, yes, we'll be back in the cinema, so we get some new stuff. Quiet Place 2 is out now, but I don't think we'll make yes. the cinema because uh, we go to a particular cinema. They're not open yet. And so we got Quiet Place 2, Top Gun 2. Um, and then next week, well, our next film will be Usual Suspects. Yeah, we'll bring it back, Chris, Chris and Trevor back for that one. And then we're jumping back into Spider Man with Far From Home. And then we might dive into a little with John Carpenter. Uh, I think John has got some John. We're best friends. I can call him John. Yeah, you're right, John. <laughs> uh, On a first name basis. That's right. We're gonna do probably some John Carpenter stuff. I will. I wouldn't mind doing stuff that people don't know about. <laughs> Excuse me. Like in the mouth of madness. Yeah. Um, Prince of Darkness. Yeah. <coughs> yep. Introduce me to new horror folks. Because <coughs> you guys common. know a load of ones that I might Have you not. Seen Hereditary? So friggin', bring it on. Hereditary, yeah. We actually reviewed it. Oh, on yeah. We podcast. reviewed that piece of shit. <laughs> I mm-hmm. begged it to differ. What a horror. Oh, my God. The end The end ruined it, it for me. It. See, I, I actually, I actually, see, I actually think that I compared the end to. Um, Evil Dead. Rosemary's yeah, the baby. Floating, to part the of the Evil body Dead. So the floating stupid. body with the missing head. Yeah, so funny that that comes up. Yeah. That is a good point. Oh, my God. You, you guys want to have a good laugh? List this forward. You can just listen to my review. I go, <laughs> off, on, I go off on that pretentious <laughs> prick filmmaker. Who actually, I was yep. completely right, Nula. He did the exact same film, but this one is naked, it's naked young people. Midsummer. Really? It's, 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 yeah, I didn't it's like Midsummer. It's the exact same film. This Oh wow! It's the I mean, same thing as this Robert Edgar's guy who gave us Robert gave Robert Edgar's is brilliant. But uh, trying to remember, was that a Blumhouse one? No, no, Blumhouse won't touch that shit. No, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. And then he, then, then he got Robert Edgar. You got Robert Eggers who did The Witch, a fucking horrible film. The only good thing about that movie was the goat. Oh no, awesome. I disagree completely. And then The and Witch then, and is then one of the did. greatest horror <laughs> films ever made. And oh, and The Lighthouse, I I love Oh my god. So they- that's it. That's it, Trevor. That's it. <laughs> it's over. It's over, man. You had a good run. <laughs> you see the lighthouse. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Critters you know was bad, bad enough. But I would tear this is the 
it's so bad. He fucks a mermaid. What? Yes. But that's, stop, why, do you, why does one fuck a mermaid? It's this, this, part of this, in the context a, of the film and his insanity and stuff. I, I mean, it would take a podcast in itself to discuss it. It's it, it thinks he's being clever. The director. It's a shining ripoff, is what it is. It's about isolation, oh. alcoholism, all this stuff, right. and William Dafoe. Well, for me, it's the acting's guilt. good. The, the acting's good. Yeah, I'll give Dafoe's good. Yeah, oh yeah, so I'm sure he did a good job. But if I had to see Robert Patterson masturbate and fucking fuck a mermaid, I mean, I wasn't getting this. This was it's so bad. No, and everyone, no. and you know, you know, Trevor, you're the kind of guy. Uh, this is no disrespect. <laughs> this is no disrespect. We'll end the podcast here because I'm gonna get upset now. But anyways, <laughs> you're the kind of guy who goes to a cinema and you'll see, we'll see the witch, right? Yeah. And you're watching the witch and you got little goats jumping around dancing, and then all of a sudden, a Teletubby will run across the screen, and you go, oh my God, that was brilliant. <laughs> well, to be fair... I understand what he meant by that. To be fair, I'm a David Lynch fan, so I'm well used to fucked up yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, that, I would say, David Lynch fans would love this guy. Yeah, yeah. Lynch and Cronenberg fans would like this guy. Yeah. Uh, but he's got a new one coming out. He filmed up here. Yes, the Northman. So it's called. It's, it's about Vikings. Yeah, apparently, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Yes, that's, that's, that's I'll, right. I'll, the witch had potential, but again, ruined by an ending. So, so I, I'm give this guy another try. But if I get another fucking lighthouse, I'm coming after you, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> told you personally responsible. Yeah. All right, uh, the guys. That's, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, yes. Thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, the new episode. Of, a new episode. Wow. The new issue of Phantasmagoria is out now. It is indeed, yes. yes. Yep, um, issue number 18, and it's available throughout the world from Amazon and will soon be available in Forbidden Planet as well. Uh, there you go. Go grab your copy. Yep. Digital or hard copy. Yep. Um, we're going to end this one. You guys all have a good night, and we'll see you next week with The Usual Suspects. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.